0: you are listening to the fantasy joes podcast your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on dynasty and now here are your hosts trey barrett will greenwood and ryan livergood
1: hey we're the Fantasy joes it's jake and will and ryan how are how are are we all doing um i I don't know how to introduce the show anymore because you know it's 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 different. And and last time I introduced Will first. So Jake, um, I need to come up with a great intro t- for you, um, other than "Hey, it's Jake Patterson. At takes with Jake. What's going on, Jake?" I'm
0: fantastic. I'm ready for another show. Let's get this thing. Let's get this thing, that, ah, get this thing
1: going. <laughs> it's it's going to be fun because because we're going to talk about uh, veterans of all things, which is a crazy topic um, with with all the rookie hype going on. Uh, also joining us, it's it's from the Pillow Palace, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's Will the Thrill Greenwood. Oh, just some vets dripping, oozing with the
2: upside. I tried to go a little bit off the beaten path here, but there's honestly right now, guys, there's a lot of beaten path to go down <laughs> with vets and yeah,
0: Disagreeing with some of the guys you're going to be talking about. That'll, that'll
1: make. <clears throat> for a fun conversation. And with, what's funny, this was my idea to the listeners that, you know, let's, let's look at projections and targets of veterans to get cheaper now than they will be in season. And I, I kind of struggle with this. I have one name on the list, although I got a couple other names in my head I can, I can mention, but I, I can react to, to your, your targets guys. But before we do that, guys, I want to talk about, we've got, we've got fancy Joe's tweets of the week. Because the the big breaking news as of Thursday when we're recording this was that Anthony Lynn refers to Jamal Williams as a classic A-back. So now there's buzz that Jamal Williams is the running back to own in Detroit. Are you guys buying it or not? I think I know the answer.
0: Of course we're buying it. Didn't everyone think this from the very beginning? Jamal Williams is clearly the RB1 in Detroit.
1: You, you heard it here first, folks. Jake Patterson says <laughs> Jamal mean, he, Williams...
2: Follow, follow the money, and he's making more money than Swift. Uh, if, you,
0: if you weren't dropping Jamal Williams in the top three rounds of your fantasy drafts, I do not know what you were doing.
2: So, first and foremost, I want the dictionary of terms that he's using. So, when he says A back, does that actually mean like we're doing like a grading system A back? Or does, is his kind of like offensive playbook like the A back is actually the third running back to come into the game? He calls his first running back like. I call him the triple-A back. He's the first back in the game. The second back in the game is the double-A back. And then the third running back in the game is the single-A back. The quote of him being the A back from a coach that we have no idea how he talks about things, I find fascinating. And this is why Twitter hype exists, and it makes life fun. Uh, I don't think anybody owning John Drew Swift is going to panic about this, but I'm more just worried about John Drew Swift's overall usage in that team as as is. I mean – Is he really going to be a prolific stud or is he going to be, you know, RB 18 for the next three years? And how excited are you about that comparatively to some of the rookies in this class?
0: I think uh, he called uh, DeAndre Swift, the B back too, which is the scariest part about it probably. But I think it's, I wouldn't be worried at all. Realistically, I would be using this as a buy opportunity for DeAndre Swift. Hopefully the DeAndre Swift owner in your league is worried about this like off season coach speak. I think we all agree that DeAndre Swift is the more talented back. I, that is no disrespect to Jamal Williams because I think he is the perfect zero RB type candidate, where he is going to probably produce more than where you're drafting him. Maybe his ADP spikes now, but I wouldn't like he was of clear value before this news.
2: Yeah, and I don't think we talk enough about how short Jandre Swift is either. I didn't in the, in, in the combine, he came in at like five seven and five eights or something, right? I believe it was five seven. He gets listed at five eight a lot still, but he's a, a he, overall stature wise, he is a, a, a smaller uh, running back in height. And I wonder if that's just why he thinks that, like, oh, with no pads on, uh, you know, Jamal Williams is taller. So here we go.
0: He's very similar to Miles Sanders, and we'll talk about it soon, but Miles Sanders seems very low, um, like, disregard, re- regarded in the fantasy community right now in comparison, and I assume that the Philadelphia Eagles offense is probably going to be better than Detroit.
1: I think it's probably a pretty safe assumption. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, listeners all know Anthony Lynn, you know, came from over from the Chargers, and I thought this was an interesting tweet, and I, I tend to agree with this. This is Jack Kavanaugh at Javanaugh87. So he said Jamal Williams is the Melvin Gordon to DeAndre Swift's Austin Eckler, the Latavius Murray to Swift's Alvin Kamara, the Jamal Williams to Swift's Aaron Jones. I'll take Eckler, who was the running back four in 2019, Kamara, the running back one in 2020, Jones, the running back two in 2019, running back five in uh, 2020 drafty andre swift so yeah i i don't think honestly i don't think anyone's gonna like um you know run out to acquire jamal